0: To stay current on the progress of this project, attend one of our weekly project meetings every Wednesday at 1.30 at ERA Carroll Realty, 306 Main Street. Can't make the meeting? Follow Sheridan Main Street Project on
1: Facebook and Instagram or visit the City of Sheridan's website. Thank
0: you for your patience and understanding.
1: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Women's Club is receiving these funds per random drawing.
0: We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Shared Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC.
2: The City of Sheridan Weed and Pest Division would like to announce that mosquito fogging will begin starting the week of June 12th and continue through the mosquito breeding season. Fogging will take place Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday evenings when necessary. For more information, to report heavy concentrations of mosquitoes, or to request that your home be in a no-spray zone, please call the mosquito hotline at 307-655-8297 or visit the website at www.sheridanwy.gov.
3: I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Powersport.
0: Tommy, hi. I'm so excited the mountain is finally open. Oh, me too. And we have a showroom full of ATVs, side-by-sides, and bikes ready to get down and dirty. And for the month of June, select models qualify for interest rates at $1.99 for 36 months and 3.99 for 60. Wow,
3: I do have my eye on that CRF450R. Tommy,
0: you would crush the competition on that bike. And when you come in, bring your used Powersport to put some extra money in your pocket.
3: Check out the selection at Sheridan Sports for your new adventure.
4: Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Karen Green. Harker-Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you are interested in QuickBooks Consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Harker-Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker-Mellinger. 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan.
1: Looking for an easy way to invest in your health this year? Hi, this is Andrew from First Northern Bank of Wyoming, and a health savings account may be the answer you're looking for. Not only are HSA contributions tax deductible, but you can use your HSA account for medical appointments, vision, pharmacy, dentist visits, and much more. If you are eligible for a free HSA account with First Northern Bank, you will get a debit card to use for all of your health care needs. Stop in to visit us at 29 North Gold Street and see if an HSA account is right for you. First Northern Bank of Wyoming, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, is this Angel
3: from FishersOnly.com? Yep. I'm so excited to meet you. The profile of your bass is amazing. That's why I dropped you a line.
0: Okay, I'll take the bait.
3: You aren't catfishing me, are you?
0: No, you can go to SheridanMedia.com and check out my bass photo in the Fisher Bass Off Gallery. Oh,
3: the photo contest where you can enter a photo every day now through Labor Day?
0: Yep, you click on the contest page, click the banner, and enter to win a $500 gift card from Blodorn Lumber and Shipton's. Yeah,
3: it sounds too good to be true. Stop bass like me
5: and good morning, Public Pulse on 9:30 a.m. and 103.9 FM KROE, sponsored by First Federal Bank and Trust. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week, and joining me for the full hour this morning, we have representatives from the city of Sheridan. First off, we have Hans Mercer, Public Works Director. Good morning, Hans. Good morning. And then we have Tom Morneau, who is the city engineer. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Aaron and we've got quite a bit of stuff to cover here there's a lot of stuff going on with the city as far as construction planning just a whole slew of stuff going on not just this summer but it's going to start this summer and continue on for quite a while so uh let's go ahead and get started um tara turner water main replacement and forgive me if i'm not up to par on some of this stuff but that's why it makes me ask questions that way so let's talk about that
6: yeah absolutely Aaron um so it's Terra Turner uh Riverside South Sheridan water main replacement it's the name of all the streets that are in uh need that uh repair uh, essentially it's a uh, aging infrastructure in all of them uh ductile iron pipe and it's a highly corrosive soil in the area so the iron pipe just uh, has multiple breaks uh you'll, you'll see that i think we've had over 30 in the last couple of years our utility guys our maintenance crews have just you know they've been going back and forth trying to clean it up and it just it's created havoc for our guys and for the businesses around there so it was finally decided that we need to make this into a project and uh go out there and uh, replace this and put in some new pvc pipe that'll be more uh, resistant uh to the soil corrosivity and um PREVENT uh, FUTURE BREAKS FROM uh, OCCURRING. Uh, THE WATER MAIN IS GOING TO BE CONSTRUCTED WITH A STATE REVOLVING FUND LOAN um, THAT WE uh, we APPLIED FOR. Uh, WE have ACTUALLY HAVE A BID OPENING COMING UP ON uh, JUNE 28TH, AND WE ARE HOPING THAT WE CAN GET A CONTRACTOR SCHEDULED uh, FOR THE LATE SUMMER, EARLY FALL. Um, CONSTRUCTION IS GOING TO DEPEND ON THE uh, AVAILABILITY OF MATERIAL, OBVIOUSLY GETTING PIPES AND uh, THE REQUIRED FITTINGS. Uh, is a little bit difficult at this time so we're we're hoping that it'll be a quick turnaround
5: the the plan is to try to get it done this fall
6: that is correct
5: but again depending on what what can be done so let me ask a question because a lot of these cities all over have these infrastructure issues with old water mains that continue to break and and there was no way to as you said there's the acidity in the soil as part of the well the main problem i guess so there was no way 90 80 90 100 years ago that they would know that correct they had no way to test for that back then
7: that's correct they just dug a
5: hole put it in there and figured it was good
7: yeah and now since then they've come up with some cathodic protection which are anode bags basically they they're the sacrificial anode to the ductile iron or the copper service lines so it's come a long way with the science, but yeah, we have learned a lot over the past 70 years.
5: How do you do that with the old cast iron pipe? If there's a break in there, yeah, obviously you can't go and replace the whole thing, but you have to patch it here and there, put a Band-Aid on it, essentially. How is that done? Do you, do you still do that with cast iron parts, or is it new technology that bonds to that? How does it work?
7: There's several different methods. There's a, a what's called a bear clamp. It's stainless steel. And it would basically look like a band-aid with several bands around it. Let's okay. say if it's a pinhole that corroded through. If it's a major break or anything, you cut the section of pipe out and then sleeve it, and then put a PVC section in it.
5: Ah, OK. Yeah. So there, there are obviously a number of different ways to do this, depending on how bad <laughs> it is. OK, very good. So that's one project. Uh, North Heights water main replacement. Let's talk about that.
7: Yeah, Aaron, that's very similar to the Terra Turner. North Heights was constructed in the uh, early 80s, late 70s, as far as uh, kind of a boom for the mining industry for housing. So those are the same types of water lines, highly corrosive soils, lots of breaks. Uh, We're currently in phase one, which is about 40% complete, Um, and it's scheduled to be done in August and then The same contractor that's doing phase one won the award for phase two, and they're going to start that in July, and that should be completed by the end of the year. And then uh, to address the failing street surfaces, after the main is replaced, we're going to go in and do a cement-treated base uh, road surface reconstruction the following year to improve that area.
5: Okay. And tell me where the North Heights Water... Our uh, main replacement area is that's um north of 5th Street if okay. you take
7: Highland Avenue up and it's generally to the west of that that entire area north of the hospital
5: okay is North Heights okay gotcha um okay let's go on to home draw asses- excuse me Hume draw assessment uh, who uh, has that
6: I got this one Aaron okay. So the Hume Draw assessment essentially is um, that, uh, that's uh, a, a property uh, located right behind the, uh, the hospital. Uh, it has a Mavrakis pond. I believe it has nine ponds. Um, it has dam- uh, existing dam structures. Um, and it's, it's just one of those areas that is, is it just needs to be, we need to have an assessment done. The city, we, when we took this over, we need to know what needs how to improve it. Uh, what what should we start looking at? It is a, a beautiful park that is utilized by the surrounding neighborhoods. Kids are fishing in Fracas, People are walking the pathways. It goes right up to the high school, so it's a vital, vital uh, part of the community. Um, so what we have done is uh, we have a, a, a grant from the Sheridan County Conservation District that allowed us to reach out to a consultants uh go out to bid and we uh accepted a proposal from water and environmental technologies here in sheridan to uh do this perform this assessment of the hume draw area and help identify areas of improvement enhance the e- ecosystem dams wetlands uh work with the uh, the public around that area what do they want to see how should this area be improved so that it continues to be a more viable and usable friendly place for families
5: okay how long has that area that wetlands area been up there i've been back in this area for 20 plus years and it's been there at least that long but i don't remember that being there when i was a kid you know 30 years ago 40 years ago.
7: yeah obviously the drainage has been there for quite some time uh on the quad maps it's referred to as dead man's gulch which was interesting we learned that the other day Hmm. um so the the ponds were actually constructed as part of the development of that area with haven and haven Two um that's when the dams and kind of that that area was improved for the those subdivisions and then at one point it was uh given to the city as public open space to maintain and and own from that point forward so that's that's been i I don't remember the date of that agreement but it's been probably oh early 2000s 2010-ish is when we took ownership of it so okay
5: what kind of plans moving forward are you going to get out of this uh, this assessment, I guess?
6: Yeah, so what we're, we're hoping to get from uh, the assessment and what the consultant's going to do is um, really to look at the, the entire area as a whole and... Uh, you know, like I said earlier, there are I think nine ponds total. Is there a need for there to be nine ponds? Is there a way to consolidate those? Maybe have one a couple larger ponds. Uh, maybe look at removing some of the uh, existing dam structures. Uh, other areas that we're hoping to look at and get some additional information on are the um, the water quality and quantity. Um, as uh, Hans had said, and this is um, it's a historic drainage. Uh, that's coming from the Alliance Lateral Ditch to the west. Um, and with that drainage, a lot of silt and uh, materi- minerals and things get pushed into these, uh, these ponds, and then they settle, and then the pond depth changes. So if you're thinking of fishing in some of those, uh, those watering holes, uh, when the, the water level changes, it's, it, it turns into a poor ecosystem for the, the fish habitat. So the hope is that uh, we'll be able to identify these areas, identify where we can improve it, how we can improve the water quality and quantity, and make these ponds more uh, uh, more sustainable and easier to manage.
5: Obviously, fish are part of that ecosystem up there. What other kind of things are in that system? And is it a healthy system at this point? Or is that what the assessment's gonna figure out?
6: Yeah. So the 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 goal of the assessment is really to do as as you said, Aaron, to identify um, the the health of this uh, this area. Okay. Um, there are some invasive species; it's not uncommon. But um, you know, uh, vegetation that really is gr- overgrowing in certain areas that doesn't need or shouldn't be there. Uh, that's what this group is here to do. They're going to help identify these areas so that we the next phase of this would hopefully be to say go to the public with this information and say all right we have this information we know what we need to start looking at now how do we want to improve this for the community as a whole so
5: what kind of things in this green space i guess if you're walking up there what what can uh, residents see up there besides fish there what else is there
6: yeah um, i guess there's a there's a couple of beaver dams <laughs> that's kind of what i was else, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're monitoring
7: those beaver dams a lot of deer a lot of riparian birds uh insects it's an entire ecosystem and as far as fish life goes when those pond depths do decrease as Tom was talking about the water temperatures warm up your biological oxygen demand drops and the rate of survival becomes low so we're the study will look into all that stuff and determine what we can do to make it healthier
5: so what kind of I mean obviously you're t- if you're talking a, like a river on a major city they dredge that how do you what do you do in ponds to do the same thing
7: yeah yeah it, it could very well be the same thing um a lot of the outlet works are non-functioning one way to help the sediments is to actually drain the ponds every now and then but we can't actually operate some of those uh we did drain Mavraca several years ago in an attempt to clean it out a little bit and it we realized how much sediment is in it so Mm -hmm. but yeah dredging and of course access is very difficult back in there so once we do the project uh we'll of course improve the ponds to a state that should last quite some time we're also looking at ways to reduce the sediment load coming in um, the alliance lateral ditch does have a lot of erosion there's a large head cut west of town and a lot of that's been transported into these areas and it gets stuck behind the dams
5: gotcha okay well all makes sense uh public pulse 103.9 fm 9:30 a.m kroe brought to you by first federal bank and trust we have hans mercer who is the public works director and tom morneau city engineer we're talking about all kinds of stuff that the city's going to be doing uh, in the very near future um, that's interesting on that hume draw assessment i i i'm sorry i asked a bunch of questions but it's, i'm just curious yeah. about that but it's interesting and again getting back to when i came back to this area i saw that you know for the first time i'm like wow that is just nice up there
7: yeah it's beautiful the pathways get used a lot um, it's really enjoyable for the entire community and it's an important asset to maintain and upkeep
5: good let's switch gears and talk about Sheridan fire rescue improvements this is to the buildings themselves I guess right
6: this this is to the buildings themselves and um one of the cool things that uh you know has happened as as I've taken the role in city engineer is the the communication and coordination and the working together with um other departments within the city um WE JUST HAVE GREAT RELATIONSHIPS NOW WITH uh, OUR POLICE AND FIRE. SO WHEN THIS PROJECT CAME UP, uh, in THE FIRE DEPARTMENT, INSTEAD OF TRYING TO TAKE IT ON THEMSELVES, THEY REACHED OUT TO THE PUBLIC WORKS AND and TO US AND SAID, HEY, HOW CAN YOU HELP US uh, GET THIS ROLLING? Uh, SO uh, what, the, WHAT KICKED THIS PROJECT OFF IS, um, studies for a cancer reduction um for firefighters um essentially they come back from putting out fires and they're coming in with their equipment they're covered in chemicals they gotta you know take off their equipment uh clean it and then they themselves have to get get clean before they go up to the living quarters or go home um and our our station just didn't have have a true decontamination area it was kind of sporadic and spread out which still led to potential areas or ways to be exposed. So what we did is we uh, got a proposal put together, um, or a bid bid put together and a request for proposals, Um, found an architect consultant to come and help design uh, and remodel some of the existing uh, layout in the fire station to create a true decontamination area. So these, the guys will come in, get off the engine, and they will go into a, a clean area, essentially take off their equipment, put them in new uh, washer and dryers. They're heavy duty, they're designed for fire equipment. Um, from there, they go to uh, a, a shower area, clean themselves completely off, and then they exit the decontamination area and go upstairs, so it's all enclosed in one, in one spot instead of being spread out across different rooms within the, uh, of the fire and rescue
5: this seems to be an important uh thing across the board in the country because if you get on social media and they're talking about if you were a serve aboard a ship say like an aircraft carrier then they're saying hey you know you've been exposed to this fire fighting chemicals and all that other kind of stuff so this is important to protect the people that work for the city of sheridan big time right
6: big time absolutely and it and and it's it this this improvement just continues on with what we did uh previously with the uh, the new exhaust system that we put in place to help uh you know when they start those engines up within the fire hall that we are immediately exhausting that uh those fumes immediately out of the building so it's not building up within the structure this is just a continuation of what we're doing to improve the health and safety of our firefighters and the functionality of our fire hall
5: okay what spurred this
6: I believe um,
7: there were some grant funds identified as some federal funds that come out for communities to make the improvements that they need to be healthy
5: so the federal government said hey this this needs to be done here's funding I believe so yes makes sense okay thank you um before we go on I I should have done this at the beginning Hans tell me what the public works director does if you would please, you I'm just
7: are. curious. <clears throat> yeah, uh, we. Um, I've been a public works director for almost one year now, and we manage the streets department, the fleet, the shop, the building department, the planning department, and engineering. Uh, we're an extremely busy department within the city. All the developers come to us. Um, all the construction projects go through our office. Um, even some long-range. Strategic planning, master plans for areas, um, and you know, like even easements, vacations, it's just the list goes on and on and on. So, we're typically uh, highly involved at city council meetings. I think last Monday I had five presentations alone, moving stuff through the process uh, so people can keep developing and building and improving our community.
5: Okay. Yeah, Tom let's uh talk to you tell me about the city engineer position same thing
6: yeah so yeah the city engineer as you know it's it's part of the public works department and um we do we what well, we're my job and my team's job is we manage the uh the capital improvement projects okay. um that was a uh, we have a, a 2019 report that identified uh you know projects and help prioritize needs of the city and that's kind of what we use as kind of our, our basis, our guidelines for projects that the city is looking to do. Um, that is a big component of my job. Uh, that being said, there's a lot. A lot of times there are emergency projects and repairs, or uh, as I said earlier, you know, different projects with like, like the fire departments where it's not necessarily identified in our capital improvement plan, but it is a project that Public Works and um, the engineering department takes on.
5: Okay. And it, it's constantly changing because of that.
6: Yes. Gotcha.
5: Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a break right there. Joining me this morning, Hans Mercer, Sheridan Public Works Director, and Tom Morneau, City of Sheridan City Engineer. We're talking about projects in the city. We'll come back and talk about more stuff on Public Pulse right after this.
1: to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Women's Club is receiving these funds per random drawing.
0: We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank & Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC.
5: Don't miss the Father's Day sales event happening June 7th through June 19th at Connect Home Center and Ace Hardware. Look for their flyer in this week's country bounty and get a free $10 Ace gift card when you buy a $50 Ace gift card for Ace Rewards members. Save up to $60 on select tools and toolkits. Look for the flyer and shop the Father's Day sales event at Ace Hardware and Connect Home Center in
4: Sheridan. Well, it's just a fact that sometimes the water well you have is just not the water well you wished you had. What if you turned on your tap and a little country band drained out singing,
1: Water, water, cool, clear water. Well,
4: that's just what 307 Wildcat Well Service delivers. They'll bore down old Mother Earth and find you that water. Now get ready for a phone number, 217-2155. Or find 307 Wildcat Well Service on Facebook. And you too will have... Cool, clear water. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies (coughs) Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Net. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats, too, which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now.
0: Hi, this is Liz Kincaid, host of the new video podcast called Sheridan County Ag Update. Join me each week as I visit with folks in our area about local agriculture issues, rodeo, 4-H, FFA, and more. You can find my video podcast each week and past interviews under the podcast tab or on the front page of SheridanMedia.com. Sheridan County Ag Update is presented by Heartland Kubota, Cowboy State Bank, and True Built Builders. So join me, Liz Kincaid, host of Sheridan County Ag Update on SheridanMedia.com.
5: Public Pulse 930 AM, 103.9 FM, KROE, Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week. And uh, joining me this morning for the entire hour, we have City of Sheridan representatives first off hans mercer public works director and tom morneau city engineer we've been talking about projects and things coming up with the city of sheridan and uh moving on to the next thing on the list here let's talk about main street that seems to be the major thing that is on everyone's mind let's talk about main street
7: it is aaron yeah it's a major reconstruction project in conjunction with ydot uh they they had a plan in their stip to replace the surfacing and at the same time we utilize that to go in and replace the underground utilities contractors currently doing the sanitary sewer along the center line and then they'll install 12-inch water mains on each side of that uh, sewer main near the parking area and the city council actually approved some funds to um, help uh, property owners extend a fire line into their building in an effort to spur more development housing downtown as well as uh, provide that fire protection that's needed for the downtown area
5: is that a requirement now for those buildings downtown If they want to say like an apartment upstairs it has to have that fire uh, suppression yeah if there.
7: there's a change of use and they were to create apartments upstairs that would be required to have fire suppression okay. for safety health life safety is what the building codes primarily based on
5: okay let's give an update on where that whole construction project is right at the moment please.
7: yeah they're um, on Main Street right up to Alger Street okay. uh, the surfacing will be replaced on Dow Street here coming up shortly Their efforts will be to get that completed and then get uh, Dow Street reopened at the time they extend the closure from Alger to Grinnell. And that'll be um, coming up here shortly in their schedule. There's, uh, as with any underground utilities, there's unforeseen circumstances, schedules change daily. So uh, we really appreciate the patience of the businesses down there and we strongly encourage the community to go support them. And make sure they um, get the business they need to get through this time um, of the road closures and everything we have fence set up along the curb and gutter so the sidewalks are open all the businesses are accessible and we want to help them thrive
5: and I spoke to some business owners earlier this this week and and even if uh, people don't want to walk you know along the main the sidewalk there on Main Street that a lot of these businesses have access through their rear entrances and they're starting to beautify those or whatever you want to say to make them more inviting so people know oh here's here's such and such business here's the back end I can go in here so there is that as well
7: absolutely yeah we encourage them to spruce up their rear entrances in some of the many public meetings we had um they're allowed to put up signage uh directing people so they know which doors to use so you don't accidentally pop into the wrong building (laughs) or something (laughs) um yeah anything we can do to help we're we're ears are open and we're ready to go
5: how much of that main street project has happened because i know at the very beginning you guys were talking about going like every three blocks or something like that kind of leapfrogging so what has been done so far
7: correct the utility work on dow street has been completed okay and that counts as a block so once that opens up that's actually the time they'll be allowed to close one more block it's a three block rolling phase system so instead of just saying here's phase one or two you're gonna have three blocks closed at a time and that pushes them to get the other the first blocks open before they can close the next one and continue on with utility installation it works really well we did it on main street i was with the consulting engineer when we did dow to fort road and we have the three rolling block closure Uh, and it's just an efficient way it actually with construction wise it keeps your utility crew out front your dirt crew and then you have your paving crew behind you so for our community of our size it works really well to keep it going
5: and as you said that's an incentive for those uh, contractors to just keep going on this
7: that's correct yeah we don't what we don't want is the entire road closed down and possibly be only working on one end or not have servicing completed in time so it holds them to their schedule
5: perfect okay yeah. kendrick park pool and i had heard something recently that it's the, the opening has been delayed <clears throat> so number one what happened what are we doing and when can we expect it to be you over? bet
7: yeah the rec department was filling the pool getting it fired up last week and discovered that the filter suction line wasn't creating the suction for the pumps to filter the water to return it back to the pool um the mayor rich Bridger uh, who operates the pool he identified an area that with a plumber that most likely had some leaks in it because they had the, the experience the same problem a while ago so we brought in the utility crew from the city to start excavating or er, uh, on Monday and through some troubleshooting and trial and error they did discover three leaks three breaks in the line um, I would contribute that to probably the tough winter um, it's just it's it was a difficult year. The frost depths were deep, and this this piping is kind of just a, a web of pipes underground. Um, we don't know if the water remained in some of the elbows or the bends, but they got those fixed, and the pool is filled all night long. So we're going to test it today and determine whether or not we got all the leaks. And then we of course we have a little bit of concrete to replace, but our goal is to open the pool as soon as possible for the community to enjoy we know it's an important asset and everyone's anxiously awaiting um we're so we're working tirelessly on it to get it open
5: these outdoor pools the one in sheridan the one in buffalo seem to be you know i don't want to say that they're constantly needing attention but yeah kinda i mean is that just by the nature of the beast because they're outside is that part of it as you said Lena the winter really was difficult on Kendrick pool so yeah these outdoor pools by just being outside are probably probably requiring a bit more maintenance than they would say an indoor pool somewhere else
7: that's correct yeah they're um they, they of course experience freeze thaw which mm-hmm. is a major problem this particular pool was built in 1937 so the construction standards back then are different than nowadays we are designing a new pool and the new one will have once we turn off the water and drain it all the pipes will be gravity um, laid at gravity slopes down to a drain so it'll drain completely without the use of pressurized air to get the water out so it's it's possible to miss sections of pipe when we're blowing air through them like you do your irrigation in your yards but um, yeah so the the need was identified to construct a new pool we had a lot of public involvement and we had a question in the parks and recreation master plan survey that identified the community's desire to improve and invest in the outdoor pool about 71 percent of the respondents uh, agreed that the city needs to improve it and maintain it and keep it so we of course so it's
5: not a replacement then it's just improving what's already existing there
7: well the or is it, all it eventually piping, gonna have to be okay. all the piping will be replaced okay the drain trough around the top which is leaking will be replaced essentially the only thing we're keeping is the concrete uh, shell okay but it will also get a PVC liner and then all new piping as well back to the new pump house new water slides um, so yeah and the bathhouse will be expanded there will be zero entrance into the pool which is nice for um everybody there that can actually act as a little training area for children as well to learn how to swim there will be a a gate to separate that area from the deeper pool the interesting thing here is it's essentially the same size uh, but we're relocating the water slides to the north side and they'll land in a trough of water versus having that area cordoned off where they'll they drop in the pool so the pool will be more usable that way
5: gotcha yeah these both these pools and both these communities as you said they're a huge asset these things people come from all over the country and a lot of people aren't aware of it until they get here and see them but then they're just enthralled with these outdoor pools right so what would your argument I guess my argument would be if people are well we shouldn't be spending money on well I don't. I wouldn't quite go that far because it's it's it is an asset to the community people use it and it's not just locals
7: that's correct yeah I, I contribute that to mostly you know we have long winters people are inside it's snow cold and when we do get our summer everyone wants to get outside and enjoy it and that's what makes these outdoor pools very popular
5: very good okay so that'll be opening up as soon as possible
7: soon as possible yeah and the mayor will make an announcement once it's working and if we have to just cordon off the area that we need to replace the concrete on for now to get it early opening we will um, so we're doing what whatever we have to do to get it open as soon as possible
5: very good good news okay let's go ahead and take a break right there hans mercer who is the public works director for the city of sheridan tom morneau city engineer which we'll get to here in just a second we'll be back on the first federal bank and trust public pulse program right after this
0: Keeping your cash in a high-yield account is a simple way to save. First Federal Bank & Trust's high-yield online savings account comes with a competitive interest rate and local service from people you know. Open the account from the convenience of your computer or mobile device and watch your savings grow. Visit efirstfederal.bank to open your account today or check out our deposit specials. First Federal Bank & Trust, helping our customers succeed since 1935. Member FDIC.
3: Wyoming Corporate Office is located at 30 North Gould Street in Sheridan and they provide a myriad of services. What is a registered agent, you may ask? The real question is, what aren't they? Wyoming Corporate Office can assist you in forming your LLC or Wyoming-based corporation, provide mail forwarding service, and accept legal and financial documents and so much more. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com.
7: Put on your sunscreen and pool floaties because summer is finally here. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Best Real Estate Team, and I want to let you know that our best name doesn't apply to just real estate. We want you to have the best time in anything you do this summer. It's time for barbecues, baseball games, weddings, camping, and so much more. You may feel, however, that now is the right time to sell, upsize, or downsize, but your summer is already jam-packed. The Best Team is here to help. Keep your exciting summer events scheduled, and let us build a plan to work around those while making your long-term housing dream a reality. Give me a call, Colton, at 675-BEST, and visit bestwy.net for the best summer ever.
1: Proudly brokered by eXp. Who loves the people of Buffalo and their businesses? Range does. And they want you to stop by their pop-up event on Friday, June 16th from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Crazy Woman Square. Range is all about supporting the local and mainstream businesses that make Buffalo special. And they're showing their appreciation with a celebration. Pop on down for free coffee, juice, and donuts. And if you're a downtown Buffalo business with Range Fiber, then chat with their team to learn about their exciting Internet service. And on Friday, June 16th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Crazy Woman Square on Main Street in Buffalo. It's
5: Captain Clean here, and so is the rain, snow melt, and discovering what damage this super cold winter wreaked on your water pipes and hose bibs. If you find unexpected water
1: or moisture in your home or business, call Captain Clean. Our experts are trained and certified and have tons of experience with water damage. If you find water,
5: call Captain Clean. 672-0726, your local water damage experts.
3: When the unexpected happens, you may wonder what's next. Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329.
5: Public Pulse, 9.30 a.m., 103.9 FM, KROE, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week, and joining me for the hour this morning have been Hans Mercer, Public Works Director for the City of Sheridan, and Tom Morneau, City Engineer for the City of Sheridan, and we've been talking about different various projects going on and others that will start directly. And the good news is, Kendrick Pool's going to open asap.
7: As soon as we can get it open, yeah. <laughs> There'll be a lar- lot of announcements, um, so
5: we'll find out more information today. It won't sneak up on anybody. You're going to let everybody know. Absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. Let's talk about this. This is kind of just down the hill from us. This is a microsurfacing project on South Sheridan Avenue. So let's talk about that. Who wants to take that?
6: I can take that on, air Okay, um, Tom. Go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, so the, the microsurfacing project is going to be from South Sheridan, on South Sheridan Ave from 5th Street up to Crow Lane, and it's also going to be uh, from Sheridan Ave to Crook Street, that grid of streets uh, in that area. So last year we did what was called um, a crack seal project, and essentially we brought in a, another uh, contractor to come in and uh, pretty much fill all the cracks in the roadways there. Uh, this is done so that we can seal it up so that when we do put a new surface down on the roadway that there's no water that's going or f- that's going to creep in and expand those cracks into the new surface so that's step one is always to seal the cracks and then now we're on step two, which is we come in and we put this uh, this brand new surface down. Um, microsurface has a project it's it's very similar to chip seal. it's a version of chip seal. Um, when you chip seal, you put the rock down. And then you come in afterwards, and you put the oil on top. It takes a little bit to to get that uh, surface down. With a micro seal, it does. It's the same process, except the rock and um, oil are put down at the same time. <laughs> and uh, what's really cool about this is that it's um the the, the, the new the new roadway section will actually be a uh, uh, really flush and a, a crown. It won't have any weird divots or bumps the way a, a crack a uh, a traditional crack seal project. Well, this is a newer, a newer methodology that's been done uh, around Wyoming, and uh, Sheridan is excited to uh, to see how this project comes out, and looking to start doing uh, more microsurfacing and uh, crack seal projects in the future.
5: So this is kind of like a test project to see how it stands up to Wyoming weather and whatever else.
6: Well, actually, kind of for, for for Sheridan, yes, because yes. we haven't done a, what a microsurface. But, uh the town of uh douglas south of us has done it uh we had uh taken a couple trips down there and uh, worked with their public works department and engineers to to see how it came out and they just they they're full full steam ahead with uh continuing to microsurface their roads and they 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 come in looking looking like a brand new road
5: gotcha so this project is going to begin when
6: so we have a contractor on board, and we are just working with them to get a schedule lined out. Um, hopefully, we get some time starting in late June, possibly early July.
5: And how long will this project take?
6: I would assume with uh, this the, the area they have to do, I would say probably two to three weeks. Oh, um, that's not bad at all. Two or three. No, weeks and, and, and depending on how quick it, quickly they move, they could be they could be out of there sooner okay
5: so just to, for people that could, residents to plan that that from the light down there up to Crow Lane that might want to avoid that during there but you can still come in from the south to that, access Crow Lane if they need to
6: yep that is that is correct and the beauty with uh with uh micro is you you don't need to wait a couple days before you can drive on it it's generally. Uh, to eight hours let the let the roadway section kind of sit in and then it's drivable it's it's a lot faster for uh to get it to get it operational
5: okay very good thank you the building on <laughs> the x building i guess <laughs> on uh, at 103 north Gould. the asbestos abatement is completed and demolition is already started it's already done right
6: that is that is correct Aaron
5: okay tell uh, me about that let's talk about that quick.
6: yeah so uh that building was acquired in what did we say Hans uh, December 2018 I think so yeah uh by the city uh with the hopes that what can we do with this is there potential to refab this building and make it into something usable for the city and community
5: and there were a slew of different things looked at There this. so sorry go absolutely, ahead
6: absolutely yeah we um brought in, we had a, an assessment done on what it would take to uh, repair, clean up, um, make this building operational, and it kind of sat there for a little bit. We just, there wasn't really a good solution. And, um, you know, Public Works and our mayor and council, there was a lot of involvement to, to come up with the right decision that was um, for the betterment of the city and how to, what to utilize. And I really think when the Main Street project started to get kicked off and we started examining the state of this building and the need for additional downtown parking that, you know, this building, it was in a state that it would take a lot of effort to repair and get it up to snuff, and money. And the need for downtown parking and helping (laughs) our businesses was just a big priority. And the city had decided that, you know, if we knock this building down, we can put a an asphalt surface there, expand downtown parking and continue to help our businesses during the Main Street construction project.
5: So obviously that was a choice that was made.
6: That was the choice.
5: Is the parking lot done or are we still waiting to get it surfaced?
6: Yeah, we're still waiting to get it surfaced. The uh, the, con- the building has been demoed. Okay. Now the contractor is going in and they are removing all the excess materials, uh, building, building uh, metals and bricks. And uh, then from there we will go, they will prep the, that area for paving and then the the city uh, city crews will come in and put an asphalt uh, surface on down
5: okay very good Um, let's switch gears to the landfill Um, cell 10 who's got that
7: yeah you bet Aaron I'll take that one so cell 10 uh, we recently awarded the bid to MVB construction uh, to start the construction of cell 10 the active cell currently at the landfill cell nine and it's scheduled to um be full of refuse by i believe 2024 Hmm. the landfill takes in roughly 100 tons of garbage per day wow so cell 10 will be the major expansion phase one will be online by 24 when cell nine is actually full and then uh cell 10 is actually a four-phase cell and in total It should last roughly 56 years uh, before it is full. And our city uh, senior engineer project manager, Nathan Rager, is managing that project, and he's doing an outstanding job. Uh, It's a very difficult project. It's time-consuming and complex, but uh, he's just doing a fantastic job on that,
5: Aaron. Okay. Uh, Quickly, recycling center addition.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I'll take this one, Aaron. Essentially, um, the existing recycling center they had a small uh, conference room in there, and pretty much there was only one bathroom uh, shared for all employees, plus um, a porta john that was uh, outside. Uh, there was a need identified um, that hey, we in, in order to improve for our uh, our, our workers. Uh, making a, a great, a better working environment that we need to put an addition on here for separate men's and women's locker rooms, bathrooms, showers, a separate conference break room so that when they leave the, recy- the main recycling center building, they come to this area, they get cleaned up before going home.
5: Again, not dragging all this stuff home with them. That. that is gotcha. exactly. exactly.
6: Okay.
5: Temporary landfill scale.
7: You bet, yeah. So the, uh, the outbound scale at the landfill failed. There's a vault under it and the metal, the drive surface was rusted through so it wasn't safe to put vehicles on any longer. Um, so another project manager of ours, David Ford, he oversaw the um, addition of a temporary scale in place so we can keep two-way traffic going. They're going to have that hooked up and operational real soon. But in the meantime, we do appreciate the patience of everyone because we only have one way in and one way out. So it takes a little bit more time so allow that when you do visit the landfill
5: okay and as far as replacing the uh, scale
7: yes that'll be a longer-term project we're working on they getting quotes for that and determining how to move forward on that so and we can put a permanent the has got a
5: plan scale. funding for that as well okay. correct city hall painting
7: yeah city hall painting uh so city hall was built in 1910 it's undergone some work in the past years but What spurred the recent update was a the we had a zero interest loan to replace the windows Uh, the windows actually when it would snow uh, the snow would come through the windows on the windowsill on especially the west side so uh, david ford's been uh, handling that project we've the windows are complete we've painted the entire city hall and we're just Mm -hmm. getting wrapped up with carpet so, if you visited, there's uh, a lot of furniture and stuff stacked in the hallways. It's a very complex project to move, uh, move uh, services out of their office, disrupt them, and then, of course, do the paint and carpet. So, we appreciate everyone's patience on that. And David Ford's just doing a fantastic job on that. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So let's touch
5: on Blacktooth restrooms
7: yeah Blacktooth restrooms that's been a long going project uh we it's several phases the bathrooms are just beginning construction right now it's a need to have up there because of the um the large soccer fields and everything can draw quite a crowd up there so we're gonna have a very nice restroom facility installed probably be completed by the end of summer and then the final phase will be an all-inclusive playground area so we're kind of completing that master plan and with what was de- uh, envisioned quite a few years back but we'll get that wrapped
5: up here in the next years too very good okay one last thing very quickly you bet fifth yep. street corridor where are we at with that done
6: we are we are completed uh it's it's, it's and a, it looks great it looks great uh I know there was some, you know, whenever the it was opened up, and uh, we didn't get the sod down until this year. That was just because of the winter, and we didn't want to put the grass and sod down until we knew the weather was good, and the. Uh, Uh, The contractor came in and put it in. The sprinklers are up and running. The trees are there. It just looks, it's a beautiful entryway into into Sheridan.
5: Very good. So it is completed. Thank you, guys. And that's going to do it for today. Hans Mercer, Public Works Director, Tom Morneau, City Engineer with the City of Sheridan. That'll do it for today's Public Pulse program, sponsored by First Federal Bank and Trust. And we'll see you tomorrow.
1: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Women's Club is receiving these funds per random drawing.
0: We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, eFirstFederal.Bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Did you know One Health cares for all of you? Your physical, your behavioral, and your social health. We're proud to continue to offer primary
3: care, immunizations, pediatrics, senior wellness, and now dental services. One Health is a passionate team offering exceptional care for the entire body, all under one roof for all ages and all income levels, accepting Medicaid, Medicare, private insurance, as well as a sliding fee scale in person and telehealth. So schedule your next wellness exam. One Health is now located in the train depot and at One Health cares for all
1: In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette.
2: The City of Sheridan and Pest Division would like to announce that mosquito fogging will begin starting the week of June 12th and continue through the mosquito breeding season. Fogging will take place Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday evenings when necessary. For more information, to report heavy concentrations of mosquitoes, or to request that your home be in a no spray zone, please call the mosquito hotline at 307-655-8297 or visit the website at www.sheridanwy.gov.
4: Are you ready for the
5: hottest deals in town? Get ready to save big on Hot Buys exclusively on SheridanMedia.com. Local retailers are offering incredible discounts with bidding starting at a jaw-dropping half off of retail value. Certificates to restaurants like Glazed and Confused and Bighorn Mercantile to glass chip repair and oil changes. We have it all. Don't miss out on the chance to score amazing deals. Hurry, the auction ends at 8 p.m. sharp tonight. Visit SheridanMedia.com today and start bidding. Your wallet will thank you.
4: Get ready for summer with CMB Supply. We have your yard care essentials in stock and ready to go. Grass John Deere mowing equipment, rakes, shovels, garden supplies, bird feeders, and more. Also, get a free gift with any $20 purchase. Come in to visit us at CMB Supply on Heartland Drive, Monday to Friday, 730 a.m. to 630 p.m. And on Saturday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. See you in the store soon. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930.